0: So, John, thanks for coming on the phone line.
1: Thank you very much for uh, inviting me.
0: It's My pleasure. So, we're on moving voices, and I want to talk to you about your membership with the PSA. So, let's start from scratch. I
1: didn't I'm still. I'm Sorry, stationary. say again. I'm stationary. I can't be on moving voices. But I'm, stationary. <laughs> I'm just sat down. <laughs> I'm not That's moving true. anywhere. <laughs> Okay, well,
0: let's do stationary voices. So this, for the first time, is the PSA stationary voices as opposed to moving voices. Thank you, you, Mr. Hataraka. So, uh, start from scratch. PSA, how did you get involved?
1: How did I get involved? I I attended a meeting where Anthony Day was speaking. Oh, yeah. Not many people know Anthony Day. And because Anthony knew that I was um, in the entertainment world as as a magician, and he knew that I did a little bit of speaking at the time. This was going back in 2000 and early 2003. And he said, oh, have you thought about um, coming along to the PSA? And I thought, well, let's have a look at this and see, see what the score is. And I went along to a meeting, and, and I quite liked the meeting. And that, and that was the initial connection with the PSA.
0: And which meeting was that? Where was that?
1: Oh, that was in Leeds. Right. So uh, the North East chapter. And before yeah. anybody asks... We know Leeds is not in the northeast. We're good at speaking. We're just no good at geography. (laughs) Okay, but it was the Leeds chapter, yes, northeast chapter.
0: Okay, so so when you went there, um, what did you expect or what did you find? Uh, What made you get involved?
1: Well, what did I expect? I expected I thought, oh, crikey, these are all really big professional speakers. They're all w- working around the world and everything. And, I, and when I got there, I thought, you know what? They're a really bunch of friendly people. All they were bothered about, uh, I mean, some of them were international speakers. Some of them were sort of um, uh, part-time speakers, if you like. Uh, they were all interested in improving their businesses. And it was all about self-development as well. And that's what attracted me about the, the PSA It was the self-development side. Uh, as well as developing the business side.
0: Okay, and at the time, what were you doing yourself?
1: Right, my background uh, was as a corporate magician. So to uh, tell you what that was, okay, I did magic, I'm a magician, but I used my magic to communicate a corporate message. So companies would hire me at the time either to work on their exhibition stands... To generate leads, and I'd use magic to promote their the products and services, or I would work at a conference or a, or a product launch where I'd use the magic to get a message across, and it might be a team building message, or it might have been about the benefits of a product.
0: Okay, so so obviously that that fitted in with you know what people were doing in the PSA, and you yeah. met nice friendly people, so you decided to join, I guess. And what I thought,
1: the reason why, Jonathan, I think I could get more, I could do more with my magic, and also I'm a great believer in, if you want to improve yourself or improve your business, you don't look at what people are doing in your own sector or your own type of business, do that, but also look at what other businesses are doing that are not in your sector, that are not in the same products and services, because quite often you can learn things from them that the people in your
0: Sector aren't doing. Yeah, that, that's good advice. Makes absolute sense. Yeah. And, and what's been your journey? You so say you joined the PSA, I guess. What What was your journey after that? What happened after that?
1: So what happened in, uh, in In what sense do you mean? What was my journey?
0: Well, in terms of you know, you went to it. You, you signed up. You
1: joined. Oh, okay.
0: Did you start going to? regular uh, North East meetings or did you um, come yeah. to conferences or what did you do?
1: Right, okay. so what, what happened with me also, uh, 2002, um, I went through a bit of a crisis in confidence and the PSA was, another reason why I joined the PSA was I thought like these are people that I could learn from and the speaking would possibly be another route that I can take in my business where I'm communicating my own message. Um, so I joined, the meet, I joined the PSA, and uh, I, as I said, I really like the people. I thought, well, the best way of getting something out of an organisation is by getting involved. So a couple of years later, I went on the committee of the, of the local chapter, which was great. Uh, I acted as treasurer, as treasurer for about four years. Uh, at the 2004, I went to the 2003 convention, but I decided the 2004 convention that uh, I would offer my services as the after-dinner entertainment. Uh, I don't know if you were there, but it, were, it worked really, really well. Mm, I remember uh, Yeah, And because I went down so well, that added to my credibility uh, as at least somebody who could stand up on his hind legs and, and entertain uh, and speak. Um, and it also gave me the opportunity to make deeper connections with people in the organization. So when I needed help, as I progressed throughout the PSA, when I needed uh, help with um, my marketing or advice or anything, it was easier for me, p- for me to turn to people and people were more willing to give me that help and advice.
0: If I had a quid for every time I heard that story,
1: yeah, uh, it, was, it, was, it was, was of
0: getting involved and of uh, serving and then uh, of, of creating relationships. And uh, But I found uh, an
1: observation. Now here's an observation. That yes. And <laughs> I don't know if I should say this, but I'm going to say it anyway. And the observation is that the, the number of people, the people who hang around in the PSA are the ones who are willing to serve and be served. The ones who join, the, the ones who don't last too long in the PSA, I've noticed that they are the ones that are in it when it's to get something out of it. They're just bothered about taking. They're not bothered about giving. The number of people that I've seen, that have joined, i thought, right, this is it, I'm going to get loads of business now. People are going to pass me contacts, that's it, but I'm not going to give anything back they're the ones that tend to leave the PSA very, very quickly. I
0: think really- you're right. I think I think it's absolutely right, that observation. I, and I think it's funny that at times we talk about people say, oh, what, what happened to such and such? And the answer is, is they, they probably got what they wanted and then that was it as far as they were concerned. And, and the thing is, the PSA is more than that, isn't it?
1: Well, I found that the networking people... OK, we, we go to networking events to get business, and at the PSA, yes, you can get business. I mean, I've had business out of the PSA. I've had recommendations and referrals. But we're really networking for uh, a support group. We're networking for information. We're networking to make sure that uh, the, uh, the techniques we're using or the, um, uh, the uh, aspects that we're using in our business is actually working. So, you know, how are you doing your marketing? What are you doing when you're networking? How do you network? Yeah, I'm doing the right thing great, we're networking for information more than anything else.
0: I think you're absolutely right. And uh, I think it's an attitude that when people first join the PSA, they don't really know or understand it. Why should they? Uh, But I think that's why I always ask about people's journey, really. Uh, And I always try and find out from them how their thought process about the PSA has changed, because so often it does change. And I think you're right. I think people who are willing to serve... Uh, undoubtedly get far more out of it because mm-hmm. it's the old story the more you put in the more the more it goes back exactly. right
1: but like yeah. I said I found that my priority throughout uh, since I've been a member since 2003 has been okay what kind of in fact it's like learning and it's an old cliche now it's about learning how to fish as opposed to getting fish so it's about how you run your business what is it that you can do better within your business so that you can get more business and a byproduct product always seems to be that you get business from people within the PSA.
0: Absolutely.
1: No lack and trust you, yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. So so your journey developed over a period of time. You, you, you did the conference some years back, and of course you opened the conference this year. Yeah. Uh, in Coventry, and went down an absolute storm. You opened it, and, and, and uh, I know you're going to be embarrassed by it, but I'm going to say you were officially rated as the number one speaker from the weekend.
1: I shivered. You just went down my spine. Seriously. <laughs> and yes, and it was... Uh, I'm very flattered and honoured that, that I was voted, but uh, but yeah, thank you.
0: And how's that experience I for pay you? Any, anybody, you know. Say that again.
1: I didn't pay anybody.
0: And that Well, only a few quid. Only the usual sort of few beers, but... <laughs> 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 although
1: i did hand out a lot of Ferrero rush
0: <laughs> yes you did <laughs> and i had to hold a toilet roll i remember it well anyway so um, what, was, what, was what was that experience like, like for experience you on. what was that experience like for you
1: what was the experience
0: yes because a lot of people listening right now i know one of the key things that they would like to do is to uh keynote at the National Convention, and well, to open it even more so. And I remember when we interviewed Jeff Ram a little while back, I mean, he was like a, a kid at Christmas about it. So, what was it like for you?
1: For me, right, it was, first of all, it was, it was nerve-wracking. And when I put myself forward to, uh, to speak uh, with Graeme Jones last year, um, after Graeme said, yes, you've got the gig, yeah, you can open the conference, and at the time, I thought, yeah, I can do this. And as it got closer, I thought, what on earth did you do this for? Why are you doing this? Because uh, about ten minutes before I was due to go on stage, uh, I was pacing up and down. And, but once I got on there, there were a very friendly audience. But for me, the main thing that I got out of it was um, acceptance. Because I've always had a thing in my head. People who know me within the PSA will know that on stage, I'm in charge. I know what I'm doing, uh, and I believe I'm good at what I do. Okay, that doesn't make me perfect. It doesn't mean that there's not room for improvement, but I know that I'm good at what I do. Off stage, I have insecurities. At least I did have insecurities in the past, a lot of insecurities. And uh, and going down so well was for me uh, being accepted by my peers and uh, it, gave, it was a boost of confidence to me, but also it was a boost of confidence because the route I'm going down with my career, uh, and the last few years, uh, I've been wondering whether I should keep the magic or get rid of the magic. And I found that when I did my market research, my magic was my greatest strength and my greatest weakness. People hired me for the magic, and yet when people saw me as a magician, I didn't get hired as often. The fact that I use magic in my presentations and the fact that my peers accepted me showed me that I was going down the right route, and I am going down the right route, and now my business is is picking up. Not because I spoke at the PSA, but because I've realized what my strengths are, and I'm playing to them.
0: That's interesting. So the, the PSA has been instrumental in helping you basically get your head together, isn't it?
1: Well, it has, but it's also helped because of the mastermind group that I've got within the PSA. So I've surrounded myself with a support group. I mean, we've talked about Mastermind Groups before today, and I talked about, in my presentation, uh, I talk about uh, surrounding yourself with a support group. Um, so, yeah, it's been a phenomenal help with the support group that I have.
0: So, moving forward, for, for John, moving forward, what, do what, else you, what else do you see from the PSA at the end of the day?
1: What do I see from the PSA? Mm. Okay, so for me, uh, I see... What well, I mean, do well, you mean what I'm going to get out of this? Yeah, yeah. for me it's definitely the support it's definitely networking with other people it's also mentoring other people because I've had people ask me to mentor them not because of the convention but throughout the years I've been a member of the PSA and what's great about mentoring people is that I often learn myself I mean, how many times have you mentored somebody or you've had a session where you've mentored somebody and afterwards you thought, crikey John or Peter in your case that was genius I should do that more often myself (laughs) How many? How many times have you done that?
0: oh everybody's done it all the time. I
1: thought that was genius. <laughs> I should do that. <laughs> Yeah, so and that's another way of giving by mentoring other people and helping other people because we learn ourselves. And that's. It's, um, I just think it's phenomenal because of the support that we get out of it.
0: I know we were talking uh, just before the recording that uh, it's interesting the point you're just making, which is especially in your earlier days of joining the PSA, you l- you're like a sponge, aren't you? And you listen to everybody. But I know you feel that, that you have to be careful with that.
1: Yeah, yeah. because I was saying that for me also the PSA is a bit of a double edged sword in as much as I believe people are like parents, in as much as in their, they can give you the wrong advice, but in their heart of hearts, they are being honorable. They believe they're giving you the right advice. And I've found that over the years that uh, the majority, if not everybody, will give you their point of view, and it will be correct as far as their beliefs are concerned, as far as their experiences are concerned, but it can be the wrong information for you. So, for instance, I've, I've overheard a conversation, I was part, sorry, part of a conversation where somebody was saying, no, you don't get as much money being an after-dinner speaker as you would do being a conference speaker. And I looked into that, and there are after-dinner speakers that are earning far more than conference speakers. Although the truth is, and I found, that like for like, a speaker will earn more, there's more budget for the conference speaking than there is for the after-dinner speaking. But that doesn't mean that you can't earn enough money doing after-dinner. So I'm a great believer in listening to everybody, what everybody has to say, respect everybody's opinion, but then go away and think about how does this apply to me, can I, can I actually use this information, is this appropriate for me, and then use what you think is right.
0: No, I think you have to have a filter at the end of the day, and I don't think, again, experience counts with that, to agree? Yeah. And, and again, you know, to me, that makes absolute sense. Yeah. Well, I'm looking at the clock and John already, we're out of time really, so my, my last question to you is a simple one, which is, if I had to ask you to say the one top thing you've got from the PSA, what would it be?
1: The one to, it, it's got to be support from a, from a PSA, support, support from a business, uh, support when I felt down and a little depressed, I've had the support there that I can turn to somebody and ask for help.
0: I don't I think you can ask for more than that, can you?
1: Well, a bit more than that. In fact, I've got a whole brand out of it. I've got to um, help with my business. How to run my business out of it? How to become a better speaker? How to construct my presentations? There's loads of things.
0: If I'm someone wants to check more about what you're doing, John, how do they find you? What's your website address?
1: Right, so my website is all the w's dot That's h o t hot a .co.uk.
0: That's fabulous. Tom. thanks for your really appreciate it. No, Speak thank soon. Thanks very much. Over there. Thanks.